2: Mr. Shanglop. But the reality is,
1: I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listening
2: today,
3: I'm not an idiot.
2: What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk here with your break from all of the high resource file propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey.
0: Greetings and salutations, fellas. I'm here. Had to make a, a beeline back from Tatum after a five and six-year-old baseball game to be here on time. But we we won. Anderson's paint is going to the ship. Pretty fired up. Got uh got my Miller light and my uh and my uh what do I have knob? Well, I' ready to roll. So
2: you got That's your you got your knob. All right. Well, here we are. Good thing to and the, the, the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Shane Light.
3: I uh, was expecting halfway, Jason, to be like, yeah, man, it was like the fourth inning. I had to leave Jack at the baseball field to make it back in time, but I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, if, 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 uh, if Pilo didn't text me, I think I, I just could completely forgotten that we were recording tonight, so.
2: And we've got a we've got another a surprise guest tonight, uh, the the don of design himself, Pilo Patrick Lowry.
4: How are we doing, gentlemen? Uh, glad to be back. It is a big week. Uh, last regular season game for baseball and the PGA Championship, which means my boy Tiger Woods is back in action. So golf is relevant again for this week. So Woo. Tiger, hey, Tiger yeah. Woods, y'all.
3: I was watching the game Sunday, and one of the six home runs that we hit, I see Patrick at a dead sprint chasing one of these balls, and then I see, like, a six-year-old pass him like he's standing still, and he was just, oh. I was like, he man, we're getting old, Pilo. not as fast as you used to be.
0: I had a front row seat of that, and it, and it was it was, it was was really cool. Um, if he would have went down, <laughs> it would have been better.
4: oh my gosh i don't need any more baseball injuries i have a long list of that already so uh, well you would not have been the first one to go down that hill you know
0: and for people that hadn't been out to the roost once you're going around the gravel and you kind of make that turn around a right field foul pole, you'll see a tree right there that has a uh, adjustable uh, number counter hooked to the tree it's currently on 55 and you know what that is that's the amount of people who have went down since they put the counter up.
4: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I have to be honest. I contributed to that once this season. <laughs> so uh, I was number 37, I believe. So uh, the Maddox guys did not let me uh, walk by without having to change the sign myself. So I've already <laughs> contributed to that. But yeah, the six home runs and actually three of them landed right in front of us. So three of the six were literally right at us. So it was a great game on
3: Sunday. I had to text Kevin Pearson that sits up in John Adams' deer stand out there and be like, after the Slade Wilks took their roof out, I was like, man, you guys all right?
0: <laughs> you know, the funny thing about those home runs is we've had a tradition this year that we would shotgun um, after a home run. And uh, we decided not to do it after the first one. Then it was the second one. Then there was the third one. I was like, It is is a really good thing we decided not to do that this game. <laughs> I'm not 18 years old anymore.
3: That'd Shotgunning six on top of what you were already <laughs> drinking. That may be a case of alcohol poisoning.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so at great times this past weekend at the Roost. before we get to the Southern Miss baseball news real quick, tickets went on sale last Friday, last for life. I've spoke about it the past few weeks, July 29th. And for the second year in a row, we sold out on the day tickets went on sale. So Lash Life is officially a sellout. You will have to uh, scalp tickets or do um, tasks for me that I request of you if you want. No, I don't have any extra tickets. Um, so shout out to everybody who got tickets. Looking for I've heard from a few listeners that are coming. Going to be a great time again at the Sanger Theater here in Hattiesburg. I got hey. tickets. I haven't even announced the show yet, but uh, June the 11th at the Thirsty Hippo. We've got Sean Patton coming back. This show is tied, tied,
4: tied in with Festival Seven
2: Eleven. 7-11. So, so, uh, yeah,
4: no, 6-11. 6-11. Man, Close math. math is hard. Uh,
2: tickets will go, be going on sale this week. Um, if you haven't heard of Sean Patton, look him up. Make sure he is your speed before you decide that you want to come out to that show.
3: Yeah, right. you're definitely going to want to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would not... Uh, Describe him as family friendly, but I would describe him as really hilarious. Funny,
0: Um, high energy. Drinks a lot from New Orleans, like like, like, like my favorite. A lot of my favorite things.
2: You know, a funny thing about Sean is he filmed a show. I think it was right before the pandemic and it aired on Roku a couple of months ago. But it was a show that Will Smith did. Where he brought on comedians and Sean was on that show. So before Will Smith and comedians didn't mesh anymore, Sean was on his <laughs> Roku show. So you can go check that out if you, if you wish. Um, so Southern Miss Baseball, another like, this is the third week, week in a row that we've done this. Southern Miss Baseball this week, two and two. And really, you know, we, we, we ended the weekend on a strong note. Two wins, really solid win there on Sunday. But um, we're kind of on the bubble right now in regards to hosting. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this next week going into the conference tournament. But, Jason, uh, last Wednesday, Southern Miss took on the Mississippi-Oxford Rebels right here in the Hub City. It was the largest crowd to ever attend mm-hmm. a game yep. at Pete Taylor Park.
0: Yep. Um, so... Uh First of all, Sutter Miss is sitting at 38 and 14, 20 and 7. Is um, so having a fantastic season. Um, Jamie mentioned we went 2 and 2 the last three weeks in a row. But if that's a skid, I'll take it, right? Uh, Your worst baseball of the season, and you're playing 500 ball against all top 50 teams, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, not too bad. Uh, the Ole Miss game lost this one 4 to 1. Crowd that Jamie was talking about six thousand three hundred and forty six, and it was nuts to butts in there. Uh was there? Jamie, were you there that night?
2: I was not there.
0: Okay, uh, that's how many people were there. It was hard to even keep up. That's the one game this year I've told Jack like, stay close to us, <laughs> you know.
2: Jamie
3: not, didn't want any nuts uh, on his butts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good thing you stayed away. Um, but but but. Uh,
1: so, Anyway,
0: Matt Adams I thought looked good. Uh, three and two thirds, four his three runs, four Ks, sixty-two pitches. But he's fluent and easy. Um, Vila was there. Probably would like a pitch or two back, but you know, we're gonna need that dude come turny time. Uh, Sarge hit a homer, his fifteenth. Uh, Sutter Miss led one to nothing through three. Ole Miss with three in the fourth. Um, that's when that's when those two home runs were hit. Um, and then neither neither. He had a lot of hits, seven for Ole Miss, five for Southern Miss. Dickerson had two of our fives, so he stays hot. Yep, got beat. Evens up the series on the year, uh, one-to-one with Ole Miss. And it was on to the weekend and conference for, uh UTSA, uh, who, come, who came into the beat two games back. Uh, what did you guys think about that Ole Miss game?
3: Uh, it was a heartbreaker that we lost it. Uh, in front of the record crowd, but uh, it's it's really hard to say good things about the Rebel Land Shark Black Bears at any point in time. But kind of like with us getting Reese Ewing back and that proving to be a boost, they got a guy back that's a you know a key part of their lineup uh, before that game, and uh, it's really they're kind of on a tear now. They went down to Baton Rouge mm-hmm. and swept LSU this past weekend. So uh, the the folks from Mississippi Oxford are playing pretty good baseball right now. And they just happen to come across us at the tail end of our little rusty streak, hopefully, because uh, it seems like after the games you're about to talk about, we, we may be back on track, which would be nice because uh, we need to heat up before conference tournament play next week.
0: Yeah. And we, we didn't play terrible. We, we didn't play much different than, than, than Ole Miss did. Really. They, they hit a, a couple more balls, right? It's uh, kind of what happened. And before they played us, uh, remember we previewed it uh, before the game They had just come off a sweep at Missouri, so they're hot. You know, Uh, they're a good team. They're kind of playing for their postseason lives, and uh, a team like us with a higher RPI, you know, glad we could uh, help them out there, I guess. But, Uh, but but, you know, but 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 the big thing of the week, it was nice to have Ole Miss in town. Everybody wants to sweep the 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 annual series and all that, and go undefeated in SEC play and blah blah blah. Great crowd, but the biggest games of the week were coming up on the. and so that leads us to UTSA. And we lost, you want to talk about a nail-biter, Shane. We lost a nail-biter 8-7. Um, U- UTSA threw everything at the Eagles, including closing the game with uh, Saturday starter and staff ace Luke Malone. Um, the story of the game was the six-run six by UTSA. Uh, Southern Miss had a three-run lead at that point, And the unthinkable happened. The Roadrunners got to Hall and Harper for six runs. I don't know if any of us ever saw that even be impossible. Uh, we had, they got had three off a of Hall, three off a of Harper. Sutter Miss didn't give up, battled back with one run in the sixth, one run in the seventh, two in the eighth, but it just wasn't enough. Sutter Miss with ten hits on the day. Uh, Dickerson, Lynch, McGillis, Rodrigo with two each. Pato, uh getting his groove back, going one for three with his tenth home run of the season. Dusty Dick. With with his league or his team leading twenty first double of the year as well, Hall didn't look great again. Uh, he hit the first batter of the game, gave up a couple singles, um, but got out of the first with with only one run given up. And his bases loaded only uh, bases loaded zero outs, so got out of that one with only one run given up. His final line was five innings pitched, five hits, four runs, two walks, and eight K's. Harp, Rhodes, Gilly, and Ramsey all pitched. It kept us in our game, but it just was not enough. And two of the uh, of the last, uh, we needed the last two games of the series um, pretty badly now to to get out of there um, with a series victory. But how were you guys feeling after that first game?
2: That six that six runs was a a bit of a collapse. I mean, you you get that under control, and you know you you might be talking about a victory right now. It was one of those things where. UGSA, I want to say the majority of their lineup hits over three hundred. So I they mean they hit a
0: ton of singles. They put everything in play. Um, we, I, in the roost we were look, I don't. This is hindsight, second guessing, and all that. But uh, when, when we brought Hall back out in the sixth, he had, we just talked about that long first inning. I think he had he threw what twenty eight pitches or so in the first inning. When he came back out for the sixth, I want to say he's around ninety two or so um but i mean he's the best player on your team you know so uh if you're going to go with anybody you're going to go w- with that guy um of course looking back on it you know, probably should have pulled him <laughs> but i think you got to tip your hat a little bit to utsa i mean they're a good baseball club and and Absolutely. um and you know they they came out and then they got it done and then and then to, to our credit we we go to who i think is our number one guy out of the pen now you can say that about a, about a handful of players. You can say it about Ramsey. You can say it about Rodgers. Storm at time, Rhodes at time. We really have, you know, our pick come out of the pen. Uh, it seems that our go-to at the end of games right now is Harper. And so when Hall got in trouble, we went to Harp, and they just hit both of them. So, um, all that being said, we did come back. We made it a one-run game, but it was it was a heartbreaker. It was tough to swallow. It was tense out there in the roost. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was a uh, not not the best start to get off to on a weekend series. And made that made two losses in a row.
2: And it was good to have Reese Ewing back, like you said. Um, I think he had. I think he got like walked like four times, maybe. I mean, he he got hit one time. Too. Okay. Uh,
0: he, he got hit one time. I think it was that game, and he got hit like they thought it might have been foul because it was only like the knob of the bat which is the exact same way that he got hurt the first time. So there was a collective gasp uh, when he got back in there. But um, the good thing was uh, we, we saw some a little bit of life out of the offense. And really just the bad thing was that the guys who had been pretty much automatic the entire season uh, showed a chink in the armor. Um, but look, it's the end of the year. We're playing meaningful baseball games, still with the lead in the conference. We're kind of backing ourselves in a corner at this point, um, but that leads us to game two.
2: Wait, one more thing about that yeah. first game. So the end of the game, we get a, I think we get a couple of runners on there in the ninth, and UTSA brings one of their weekend starters out of the pen to close out the game.
1: Sure, right.
2: I think Their Saturday
1: guy. Malone. Yeah, Maloney. Right.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – Hats off to their coach. He did what they had to do to get the win. But, uh, yeah, that was an interesting call for sure, and it it's ended not up paying first, off for the road run. Yeah, it's
0: not the first time they've done it uh, this season. We thought that it might be possible. But as it turns out, it was. And their coach, he loves go- making visits to the mound, by the way. I don't know what the final count was <laughs> at the end, yep. but my man takes every single minute that the umpire allows. And uh, I guess that's part of their strategy. I don't know.
3: Um. I just imagine that they're having the conversation from Bull Durham out there every time they have a long visit.
4: Is it candlesticks? Candlesticks are a (laughs) good wedding gift? Uh,
3: Of course they are.
4: Mm -hmm. I think it was very very strategic. I mean, it was almost purposeful. We would get two hits, or we would get some kind of momentum, and then there would be a mound visit. And then it would drag on, and the crowd would get rowdy. I mean, the guy did it all weekend long. And, you know, going back to that game, I mean... We were right there. Uh, you could see, you know, instances where we were that team that we've been earlier in the season. You know, we, we made the charge back, and we were we were right there. Uh, and I think Saturday and Sunday were just the elements of that kind of uh, kind of kind of coming to fruition. But you know, that one stung definitely, especially after losing Wednesday and then we you know lose Friday. Um, it's tough. Yeah. We're not
0: feeling the best in the world at that point, uh, exactly. That leads us to the Saturday game. Uh, you want to talk about a must-win? Um, th- this was pretty much it. Uh, the Eagles needed this one, and they got it. Uh, final score of eight to three. I thought Hunter Riggins came out just absolutely on a mission. His last, his line didn't read just great, uh, but it was it was a battle all day, and he went six innings, four hits, three runs, two Ks, uh, two walks, and six Ks. Then Dalton Rodgers came in uh, and just finished it off Ryan Ock-style, going three innings pitches, zero hits, zero runs, one walk, and two Ks, his fifth save of the year. The Eagles pounded out 13 hits. Gabe had three of them. Wilks, Lynch, Pato, and Black, uh, all with two apiece. Carson Pato with another homer, his 11th, and Dickerson with another double, his 22nd. Uh, Sutter missed with four stolen bases on the day. Who here thought that was possible?
2: McGillis um, had two <laughs>
0: peso and <in>, uh, peso, <laughs> peso in black with one apiece. Um, we had some motion out there on the bases. It was great to see. Um, things Thanks. got tight there in the sixth inning when Riggins walked a couple and gave a potato. Um, but Southern Miss responded like championships de- teams do, honestly, with uh, one run in the bottom of the sixth, four in the seventh. And that's when Rogers just went lights out and it was over. So, um, needed it, got it. Uh, Rodgers was a big part of that. Um, all the hitters that I just mentioned were a big part of that. It's nice to see Gabe, like your senior leadership, uh, kind of coming through with, you know, Riggins and Gabe, right? Those guys were, were a very, very big part of that win that we desperately needed. And, um, it was eight to three. It felt like it was a little bit closer than that, I think, but, um, Eagles got it done. And we're headed into game three. What'd y'all think at that point?
2: I was glad to just have a win. Glad to just have a win at that point. I mean, it was one of those, that was, it was another tough, a tough game. I mean, UTSA is a game opponent and you're like, okay, uh, are, are we, are we going to be able to hold on and and not lose our third series mm-hmm. in a row? So that's kind of what I was thinking in that moment. We got it. We got to get that Sunday win.
0: You know, so this is, so this game, I, I did not go to this game. I've been to pretty much every game. I don't know if I've missed a game the entire season. Katie and I had an anniversary during the week, and after that Friday night heartbreaker, I said, you know, you just want to go to the coast for the day. And just, just, get, just get out of here. Um, so the first place that we went was Marina Cantina, and I had the guy like turn the TV on. He was like, we don't have the game. And I was like, give me the remote. So I got the remote, and I found it. And I watched like three innings of the game there. And then we go to the casino, and I got my ear my, my pod in or whatever. And Katie didn't love that. She was like, "I thought you didn't want to like do the game today." I was like, "We're not going to the game. I can't like not listen to the <laughs> game, you know." Uh, so, so yeah, it got pretty tight there for a little bit, and I probably wasn't paying as much attention to her as I should have been, but I've got to do what I got to do. And um, towards the end, it was great. Uh, and then we we're headed back to the Berg. I will tell you one, another thing. Uh, so when I get out to the Pete the following day, and We're gonna get to game three in a minute, but we got down early, and I get a text immediately from Dr. Thornton, and all it says is go back to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, but it it was it was great to get that win, and um and so here we are, and so we, we really needed to you know it was kind of a twofer. We needed to win the Saturday and the Sunday, so that win takes us to game number three. And I think we all thought that UTSA was getting a little low on pitching, and that looks to have been the case. Eagles win this game 9-5. to The story of the day, uh, Sergeant. <laughs> Um, you know. Uh, Sutter Miss was down 2 to nothing in the first uh, off that home run we just talked about. Uh, then we got two hits in a row, and Sarge hit a bomb. Eagles with a 3-2 lead. And the Red Runners got to Waldrip just a little bit, I thought, uh, with three runs in the third inning. They went up 5-3. to uh, enter Sarge. He hit a bomb to make it five to four. Next batter Wilks bomb, uh, tie ball game. Ewing hit a jack in the fourth, a two run shot and Southern Miss. Really never looked back from there. Oh yeah, Sarge hit another homer in the seventh. Uh, Peyto another homer in the eighth. So it was a whole bunch of home runs. Sarge, Sarge finished the day three for five, three home runs, four RBIs, three runs scored. I feel like he got a little bit uh, gypped there. Three home runs and only four RBIs, you know, a three home run day. You're thinking like nine RBIs.
3: Um, He was within 10 to 15 feet of having four home runs, too. I mean, the guy caught that one on the warning track, yeah. Sure
0: did. Uh, Dusty Dick, Ewing, Wilks, and Black, all with two hits apiece. Um, Waldrip, you know, not great, but. Uh, Adam, Storm, Ramsey, and Harper just gave up nothing the rest of the way. Uh, Storm credited with the wind. You know, he left gingerly in the fifth inning uh, on a ball that came back. A comebacker, I think it went off his ankle. Um, had to come out of the game. I haven't heard any reports, but it looks like he, he was able to walk off on his own power. Um. But, but those, you know, those pitchers that I just mentioned, Adam Storm, Ramsey Harper, um, then the the hitters that I mentioned, you know, Dusty Dick, Ewing, Wilkes, Black, Sarge. These are all guys that we need getting hot at the right time, right? Um, so, you know, if our only problem right now is that our just unbelievable pitching staff isn't just absolutely hitting on all cylinders, that's when the offense can pick it up a bit. And come tournament time, you know, th- this is... This is where Southern Miss has a huge advantage if we can get deep. At the beginning of the tournament, everybody's going to throw everything they got, kind of like UTSA did in that first game against us on Friday. If we can make it past that one and that one, then we're sitting so pretty because we have more pitching than anybody else will have in the Conference USA tournament and probably the regional, type, You know, depending on the regional. But uh, Southern Miss is loaded pitching-wise, so if we can just get past uh, that first three third of the tournament if you will the back half we can hit bad pitching and we still have a ton of pitching left so um that's something to look forward to but i it looks like we're trending towards heating up at a, at a pretty good time
2: well one thing in regards to that pitching depth is when i totally agree we do have a lot of uh, some you know one of the 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 uh some of the best depth we've had uh you know southern miss baseball history i think but uh what's the status on uh Ramsey? So Ramsey was uh, out there, took a shot off the ankle, it looked like. Was that I think it was Storm. Yeah. No, I think it was, it was Ramsey.
0: Was it Ramsey? It yeah. was Ramsey. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, uh well, whoever it was, they left walking off the field.
3: So Yeah, Storm came in after that happened, didn't he? Or yeah. was he the second to last pitcher? No, he came in right after that. He came in right after that. They, they did they had kind to, they had to of rush him in. Yeah, they, they did kind of like carry him over their shoulders, you know, arms yeah. over their shoulders until he got to about the baseline, and then he dropped off their shoulders and walked to the dugout from there. But uh, that was a shot. It didn't look like it felt good. I would yeah. imagine
2: it's purple with a shade of brown at this point. Being Looks well, fall after, uh, yeah, like Brett right oh. Favre after Saints game. Yeah, Brett Favre after Saints game. I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be. By, I mean. For I, I, you know, a bruise. I don't. I don't think it was a fracture or anything. I think the X-rays came back negative. At least what I've heard. Um, of course, I don't know how that translates as far as HIPAA and all that stuff goes. But uh, you would imagine that you would see him at least by conference tournament time, if you know they decided to hold him out.
0: I'm glad you cleared that up. I thought that was storm
2: that they were taking off uh, right there. But
0: um, either way, we need both of those guys in the postseason. You know, um, absolutely. So. And if there's a position where you can lose uh, somebody for a week, I think it's probably a pitcher <laughs> for us. So
2: yeah, we we certainly can't use, lose an outfielder again.
0: No, or a catcher. Let's not do or either one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we got one series left. Uh. We are at Middle Tennessee. So what is Middle? Yeah. Middle Tennessee is 29 and 20 overall, 17 and 10 in conference. They are winners of six straight games. Well, they're playing tonight. What's the update on game tonight? You guys know? We're recording this on Tuesday.
2: Let's, uh, Let's take a look. I've got it pulled up right now.
0: They're at Vanderbilt tonight.
2: And they lost 2-7. to seven.
0: Okay. So they are winners of six of their last seven games. <laughs> 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 um, they're hitting two eighty three as a team. That's fifth in Conference USA. 46 home runs, ninth in Conference USA. So don't hit a ton of those. 76 stolen. So it's just 1st in Conference USA, so they run a whole lot on the pitching side. 4.69 team ERA, good for 5th in the league. Uh, They've given up 45 home runs, uh, good for ninth in the league. Uh, ninth in Conference USA in strikeouts, 4th in walks, so very middle-of-the-road pitching staff, uh, very middle-of-the-road fielding, kind of like USM, honestly. Leading hitters include Jackson Galloway, hitting 362 with seven home runs. Uh, JT Mabry, 306, 13 double, 16 stolen bases. Mason Spears and Fausto Lopez uh, with eight home runs apiece. So look out for those guys. Uh, pitching leaders Wigginton is the innings pitched leader at 76.1 innings uh, with a 3.66 ERA. Very solid numbers. Zach Keenan, seventy-one point one innings pitched with a five point four three ERA. Jaden Ham is the third uh, most innings pitched pitcher for Middle with a three point three four ERA. Only five saves as a team, so I have no idea if they really have a designated closer. Uh, as far as the season goes, they beat Illinois this year, seventeen to ten. Uh, they lost all three games at South Alabama, but they then they beat Auburn two out of three. And they also took two out of three from La Tech, so you know, it's not a team that you can look past whatsoever. Uh, they, when I was previewing UTSA last week, I, I remember reading off the people that they had played, and it was kind of like this. They've looked really impressive, and really so um, it's a team you can't take lightly. We need a sweep. You know, I've, I've seen those needs reports out there, and uh, I'm not positive we need a sweep uh, to host, but I think a sweep would solid. I think two out of three really ought to get you in, but uh, a sweep would leave no doubt.
2: You know, and you probably would need to do a little damage in the con- I mean, you, you couldn't, you know, go zero and two to start the conference tournament and, and probably expect a host. But uh, yeah, you know, so so right now, Southern Miss RPI, it's moved as this broadcast has gone along we are we moved up to 19 when we started we're back at 20 right now so rpi is sitting at 20 right now middle 10s rpi is 48 so the first game this is a thursday friday saturday series this weekend first game thursday 7 p.m then again friday 7 p.m saturday at 2 p.m now there's something interesting when it comes to rpi because we've we've um We've slammed on Conference USA a little bit overall, but baseball – as a baseball conference, has been pretty solid. As far as RPI goes right now, Conference USA, the fifth-ranked conference behind the ACC, SEC, Big 12, and Pac-12. So just ahead – just barely by a – like – what is that? A hundred – two hundredths of a decimal. Conference USA is just ahead of the Sun Belt right now. So when you look at the conference tournament, the conference tournament – you take, what, the top eight seeds from the, the baseball standings, and it looks like those are pretty much solidified looking at the, 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 the rankings right now. So you've got Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech is two games back from Southern Miss, UTSA and Middle 10 are three games back from Southern Miss. Then you have Old Dominion, Charlotte, FAU, and UAB. All of those teams are top 100 RPI teams. you got Southern Miss at 20, You've got Tech at 54, UTSA 47, Middleton is 51, Old Dominion 49, Charlotte 74, uh, FAU 97, and UAB 94. So even if we do go two and three, you still have some opportunities to continue to improve that RPI standing going into, you know, past the conference tournament. So really, really – and that's – no, I mean, like, you look at those teams, I mean, like – I think we should be favored given the situation we're in, but like really, there's several teams in there that would not shock me if they ended up winning it all.
0: Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean, Old Dominion is as scary as can be, right? Um, the UTs UTSA is going to make some noise. Their pitching is going to run out pretty quick. Old Dominion can just hit so good. It is a hitter's park. Um, I've always thought you needed to have good hitting teams to be able to win at the Pete, and I'm um, being proven uh, to be not totally right about that since we hired Coach Oz. But um, but the ball flies out of there. It's going to be hot. Um, pitching is going to start tiring quicker, and, uh, and and teams that can hit are going to be able to stay in it. So. You know, look out for them. I cannot believe they're projected in any kind of, like, regional. I know they really have a super low uh, strength of schedule. But, man, you talk about a team that can pass the eye test. My goodness. They can Absolutely. smash.
3: Mm-hmm. Even – go ahead, Shane. I was just going to say, the last projections that I saw had them, like, in the first five out. Uh, it had uh, us, Louisiana Tech, and uh, I guess UTSA as the three teams in from Conference USA with Old Dominion mm-hmm. – just on the outside looking in. So you never know what can happen over the next week and a half. So we've, how they,
0: yeah, how they have such a bad conference record. is, I mean, I know we had, we had a target on our back and, and all that, but my goodness, you least know, just look at their offensive production. I mean, just from three guys. And, uh, it's just hard to believe that all three dudes could have been in a slump at the exact same time to lose this many conference games. Um,
2: I don't know. Anyway, the, I would not have to face them. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so so going 500 the past three weeks, um, you know, we, we took a, a little bit of a tumble from being ranked number four in the country, but we're still ranked. Uh, the rankings came out this week. USA Today coaches poll were at 16. D1 baseball 17. Perfect game 17. NCBWA 18 as well as Baseball America. And then collegiate baseball in the caboose once again has us 26th. So, uh, Golden Eagles still ranked. I mean, that's not something that you would have seen a few years ago as far as us, you know, going 500, uh, you know, three of the last four weeks of the season. So it's, uh, it's good that we kind of, uh, are getting, getting players like Ewing back heading into this home stretch.
0: Hey, uh, and I'll add just one more thing. Uh, when we were at the casino on Saturday, I went and checked out the odds of Setter Miss winning the College World Series. And we're at 4000 right now. So if anyone wants to throw down a $100 bill, that's a, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Yeah. Did you do so, it? No. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I'd already lost like $100 at roulette, and I was like, you know what? Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> but but I still can't. I still can't do it. So, You could you can, you can spend $100 at worst. They're $20, whatever. You know, it's, it's such good odds. Who knows? They get on a run. Um, You heard it here first. In fact, somebody else is going to do it at this point, and you're going to be like, you dumbass. You told people to go do it. You didn't even do it.
2: It, it would, it would, it would probably be that, uh, that guy that owns like a furniture store in Houston that <laughs>
0: Mattress Mac.
2: Mattress. Yeah. <laughs> um, other Southern Miss baseball news. The Ferris <laughs> Trophy finalists were announced this week. One of the five finalists is Southerners pitcher Tanner Hall. Seven and two record on the season, 2.60 ERA, 14 appearances. 10 of those appearances he, he's had, uh, uh, ten or more K, no, ten or more Ks in in those. Uh, I just jacked that up. My bad about that. Eleven point seven zero strikeout to walk ratio is second among Division One pitchers, and he leads Conference USA with 117 strikeouts. Let's talk a little Southern Miss basketball real quick. Uh, Southern Miss has announced uh, several transfers coming in this year. We've talked about a few of these before. Donovan Ivory, a 6'6 guard from Green Bay. Austin Crawley, a 6'5 guard from Ole Miss. Uh, Neftali Alvarez, a 6'2 guard from Mercer. These next two, I'm not 100% sure if they are walk-ons or scholarship players. I'll have to get some confirmation on that. Nico, Nico Aguire from Southwest Baptist and Marcelo Perez. Uh, we have a Chile connection now uh, from Barry University. And then we announced a JUCO signee today, Kobe Montgomery, a 6 6'5 guard from Triton College. Uh, new staff additions, Juan Cardona, who is our Chile connection, spent the past two seasons at Mercer. And then Nick Williams, uh, former old uh, Mississippi Oxford player, spent the past three seasons at Northwest Mississippi Community College. So there you have it. Some updates in basketball. And I think we are expecting more in basketball. I, Don't know how many spots we have left, but I don't think we're done with the signing class. Football. We got a new commitment. He is Jay Hampton, a cornerback transfer from Mississippi State. uh, Mississippi Startville, excuse me. Uh, Originally, Jay Hampton is from Amory. And you know what they say. If you're a Hampton (laughs) and you're from Amory, Mississippi (laughs) – I don't know how to – I'm sure we'll get that on the preseason show. We'll get Will I'll finish that. <laughs> okay. Also, okay. You're a Paul. Okay. Um. Jack Abraham just announced that he is transferring to Missouri. I think this is his 17th college to attend. Um. So best of luck to Jay with the Missouri Tigers.
3: The only guy on the planet to have more college el- eligibility, let me get that out, than Gabe Montenegro.
2: Yeah. He's, yeah. There, I think that's wild. Yeah. Also, Southern Miss football news. Will Hall, uh, North Alabama announced that they are inducting Will Hall into the University of North Alabama athletic hall of fame as a member of the 33rd class. So congratulations to coach Hall. That's a, 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 a heck of a deserved honor. So excited for him with that. Shane, what's going on in track?
3: Oh, man. Let me see if I can make it through the track announcement without coughing in everybody's ear tonight. I apologize. Still got a touch of the syphilis left. Um, <laughs> just can't kick the end of that cough. Uh, the last spring sport we have going on besides baseball uh, didn't necessarily wrapped up. But uh, pretty close to it this past weekend at the Conference USA Outdoor Championships hosted by UTSA. Golden Eagles had 11 top three performances. Uh, Leading it off there was Fred Mudani in the shot put uh, and the women's 400 or 4 by 100 relay team of Trinity Flagler, Kenya Seals, Savia Varnell and Trinity Benson both took gold in their respective events. Fred dominated the competition, beating the silver medalist by almost six feet, while the ladies beat the second place team, Charlotte, by nearly half a second. Overall, the women fish finished fourth and the men finished seventh. Uh, other podium finishers we had were as Markasha Myers finished third in the women's long jump and barely missed the podium in the triple jump, placing fourth there. Jordan Spear took bronze in the women's shot put. Kenya Seals also took bronze in the 100-meter and silver in the 200-meter. Sandra Spott took bronze in the 1,500-meter. Elijah Miller won bronze in the 100 and also qualified for the NCAA East preliminaries with that, uh, that bronze finish there. Landon Chalden took silver in the 400-meter hurdles. And the 4x400 team of Chalden, Cardette, Venue. DJ Butler and Dylan Evans took bronze and then wrapping up the podium finishes for the Eagles was Oluwia Warzniak, who took silver in the 10 K. And, uh, with that said, besides Elijah Miller's trip to the NCAA East prelims, that wraps up spring sports for the golden Eagles. I had graduation this weekend. So a lot of
2: graduates, a lot of, uh, you know, graduates out and about town. So congratulations to everybody who graduated this past weekend. Uh, do you guys have any shout outs, Jason? you got to break out the list.
0: Oh, I had to unmute myself there. Yep, I have some shout outs. Uh, first of all, I wanted to give a shout out to Cole Pierce and his fam. Uh, they came and sat by us on Sunday. They're normally kind of on that other little side over there. But Cole came and um and took over Charlie's spot for the day. Good to hang out with them. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the ESPN Plus crew for the games all season long. You know, I didn't get to watch any of them except for three innings of that game that I talked about on Saturday. But it's just a great. You know, I've watched a lot of other games, um, for when we're playing away, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm, i, I, I I'm, I'm a homer. Uh, as, as far as rooting for our guys, but we just do a really good job at it. So, Baker and Castleman and, and Russell, um, you know, I just want to give those guys a shout out. They're A plus job. I want to give a shout out Can't to. Can't leave Marty, Marty Wyndham out there. Marty Windham, with the, yes, put the, putting the show together. Wouldn't happen without Marty. Um, also, a shout out to our buddy Andrew Odom, uh, always checking in from up in Louisville, Kentucky. Great guy, doesn't miss a game uh denarius antoine one of my favorite football players of all time got married this past week congratulations to them his wife uh joni i'll lose her name uh another football player Peyton snyder got engaged this week so step in the right direction buddy way to go um i wanted to tell everybody out there to go ahead if you if you want if you're feeling it uh the best of the pine belt nominations are up and running uh, i had a couple Hit me up this weekend saying that they went and they've nominated to the top talks if you've never never done that before uh, you go to the signature magazine best of the pine belt website and right now you can just nominate I think whoever you want well well they have a list or you can write it in
2: I think Uh, do they have a list I haven't even
0: yeah yeah I think there's a list I haven't done it either
3: (laughs) vote not I think there are a
0: list of people. And then if you need to nominate somebody, you can just write that in as well. Um, Do that. And, uh, you know, I would love to get nominated for it like one more time, just so we can go lose to the Hardy street boys, whatever. But, um, but at this point, I think it would be bad for our brand if we actually won it. So, uh,
3: well, the Hardy street boys have a stronger Jamie. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's a little uglier, but, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's, he does a good job Yeah, a well,
0: little, little bit better flow I'm just kidding uh, And the last shout out of the day we have kind of started it off this way But I want to end it this way as well uh, Shout out to Anderson's freaking paint Our five and six year old team is going to the ship Will Miller, Charlie Wallace, John Smith And myself have somehow guided this team To a championship run It's awesome I know it's five year old baseball And a lot of people are like, that's not a very big deal Dude, this, I'm, I'm in it I'm pumped uh, started off the season not thinking that we should even keep score. And now here I am just, you know, about to celebrate just like Sutter misses one of a championship. So I love it. The championship game is on Thursday. We're playing Fast Signs and uh, Martin Hankins and those guys. So um yeah. Ready to get after it, man. If anybody has said does a, an extremely wild hair, come out to Tatum on Thursday night and watch uh watch Anderson's paint. Take it I, to the house.
2: I thought the A on your hat was for Arrington but it's Anderson's paint. All right.
0: I get a lot of that because we are maroon not the Errington <laughs> thing, but I get the Alabama thing quite a bit. Uh, you know, I put Jack's picture out there. He's got really cool uniforms, but you know, it's maroon and white, <laughs> but, um, but no, man, it's, it's fun. It's fun watching these kids do great things and learn and get better. And, uh, and I'm glad to be a very, very, very small part of it. So, Looking forward to it. Hopefully I can report on a championship run uh, next week.
3: Check those birth certificates for those fast sign kids. I heard they had a couple <laughs> of 7- and 8-year-old ringers. <laughs> Patrick, you got any shout-outs? We've got to give you a shout-out, man.
2: The Port game was impeccable.
4: I yes. oh, appreciate that. No, I mean, I think I have to piggyback off of Jason's. I was actually going to do that to Baker. I mean, they've given us, us enough shout-outs in Roof Spot 39 this season. we got to give it back to them i actually have gotten a lot of messages this season about how outstanding the broadcast is from people that are out of town or alums and you know that are working different places and uh so i mean bravo uh we're gonna keep cooking for you you keep uh, giving us the love we'll keep giving it back to you uh i gotta give a shout out to uh, charlie wallace for hooking me up with a roof spot uh that was great i was glad to uh could definitely get used to that. Man, that's where it's at. Uh, I need to up <laughs> my donorship, apparently. Uh, and then I also have to give one to uh, Justin Hosey for snagging uh, home run balls from kids in the roost, you know.
3: Uh, <laughs> I saw that one, too.
4: <laughs> I don't know, but he he was faster than me, so he actually got one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Hosey, Hosey, we have a thing. We have this thing out in the roost where he comes out there, and, and maybe we get a run, and maybe we get the rally going, so uh, he's, he's been a, a good friend so did you guys see the
0: home run he's talking about where Jose went and grabbed the ball i did i did stole it right from a kid T. was like you're going to be on the sports center's not top ten <laughs> <laughs> and the kid comes up later and the kid's like <laughs> he puts on this you know pouty face and like can i please have the ball jose was like you know you're making this really hard on me but i've been trying to get a ball
4: for like 20 years and um
0: not giving an you answer. know, the
4: funny thing about that is <laughs> the kid that the kid that he got the ball from was the kid that got the ball from me. Ah. Ah. So he, he had already had one that game. So he yeah. was trying to get number two, trying to play the kid card. But yeah. I'm watching. Cool. It. I'm watching that kid out there. Oh, <laughs> <greedy> kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: it
0: was good. It was good stuff.
3: Oh, it's good He, he
0: kind of slid too. you
2: know. <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. too, shout out to shout out to Pilo for the, uh, t-shirt designs this year. Totally stepping up our apparel game. Um, Hell yeah! we've got some more stuff coming out soon that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I had a conversation with T public earlier today, so hopefully we can get some more, some more better stuff out there, but w- seriously, since, since Patrick's come on board, like our, our apparel, The quality of it, his design versus mine has been really tremendous and the, the sales reflect that. So it's been, it's been really cool. So thanks for, thanks for helping out with that. It's been,
4: I appreciate that, man. It's almost like I do it for a living. Almost, almost. (laughs) Yeah. It was cool. It's cool. Like I went
2: to eat before the game Friday night. I went to eat it at glory hole and, uh, this old man's like walking by in a rally cat shirt. And my wife's like, oh, my God, that guy's got on the show. You know, it's just like you see people that you don't know. So it's cool that it's it's getting out there in the world and and people are enjoying the, the products. So,
4: yeah,
3: here, here,
2: Shane, do you have any shout outs slash you want to tell us what you're sipping on?
3: Yeah, um, well, first, uh, the sh- I don't know who the person is that I'm shouting out to, but uh We're going to try to figure it out. Maybe somebody out there can help out with this. I was sponsoring a hole at an architects golf tournament down in Charlotte on Friday. So set up a booth on, on hole number seven and had, uh, this little wheel for him to spin to either help him out or or hurt him a little bit on that hole and had a couple bottles of Buffalo Trace out there pouring whiskey shots for folks. And, uh, this tournament, like you had to supply your own tent. So the only tent i own is a southern miss tailgating tent so i'm down there in charlotte set up on this really nice golf tournament camping out under my southern miss tailgating tents and um, golfers are coming through all day long and one group of, of guys pulls up and they're like southern miss they're like no way they were like we got to take a picture with you and we got to FaceTime our buddy. They were like one of our best friends lives down in Hattiesburg and is a giant golden Eagle fan. And these guys were all like UNC fans. One guy was an app state alum. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the Sun Belt coming up. One guy was a Wolfpack uh, NC state Wolfpack guy. Uh, but we sure enough, they FaceTime their buddy and, We all did a shot of whiskey right there under the Southern Miss tent. And uh, he was on there. He was like, check this out. And the guy was, he was like, uh, oh man, Southern Miss. I was like, to the top. And he he gave me a to the top back. And then they took a picture. I took a picture of them in front of the tent so they could send it to their buddy and Couple of them were talking about how they've been down to Hattiesburg and gone to games with him, and you know the, how much fun they had, and they really like Southern Miss, so so that was cool. And then yesterday, uh, I sponsored a, a hole at a golf tournament. It's golf tournament season, so I sponsored a hole at a uh, tournament here in the uh, Raleigh area. It's about 15 minutes from my house, and had my I've, I've got a one of those Yeti knockoff members mark stainless steel tumbler cups. And uh, I've got my Southern Miss Alumni Association sticker on it, and I went to take a swig of water, and the guy was like, did I just see a Southern Miss sticker on that cup? And uh, come to find out he was a a Mississippi State alumni, so we talked about Southern Miss there for a minute. We didn't talk at all about Mississippi State because I don't give a damn about them. Um, I can't get that through my brother and my dad's head when we're talking on the phone and they start talking about Southern Miss and then they start talking about Mississippi State. and I'm like, look, I, I love you to death and I'm glad that you care. But I give no damns about what Mississippi State is doing unless we're beating them. So that's that's my shout out. <coughs> excuse me to the <coughs> to the mystery Golden Eagle fan out there that I FaceTimed with on Friday. Uh, if you happen to listen to the show, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know who you are. Uh, it was good to connect with with some Southern Miss folks out there. Uh, as far as whiskey goes, uh kept it simple. Um, the golf tournament that I did yesterday, I took a big Magnum bottle of Eagle Rare out there, uh big 1.75-liter bottle of whiskey, and poured uh, shots out of that all day. And I ended up with, uh, I don't know, probably 10 ounces of whiskey left, so I'm going to work on finishing this bottle off, and that's what I'm sipping on tonight. Good old... Ten year Eagle Rare made by Buffalo Trace. It's uh, super smooth, easy drinking whiskey. Not the easiest thing in the world to find anymore, but it's only about forty bucks a bottle. If you can find it, I highly recommend grabbing one.
2: I got to give some shout out. Shout out to Ed Smith. My first time meeting Ed the other night in the roost. It was his sixty sixth birthday. So happy right. belated birthday, Ed! Uh, great hanging out. Great, uh, always great meeting new Southern Miss fans. Uh, I got to give a shout out. To Patrick, I don't know if this applies to you or not. It might. So if it does, we'll we'll put Lee. Well, I'll shout out Lisa anyway. She's awesome. Shout out to Lisa Lisa Lowry. Um, but Shane, Jason, and myself, we all got married around the same time, so we all have our anniversaries like within a week's time. So uh, Melissa and I celebrated our twelfth anniversary. Jason had his anniversary like a mm-hmm. day or two before. Shane's was last week. So shout out to the wives. Uh, I went down to New Orleans. Sunday came back Monday morning, had a great time, just uh, anniversarying it up. Went up tea, went to a little Van Gogh experience that was kind of cool. So, I didn't get a to the top talk or, or to the top or anything, I didn't have all any southern mist stuff, so that's probably why. But, um, it was a good time. So, sh- shout out to all the wives, happy anniversary to all of them, and we're all still together. Thanks, so. yeah.
3: Well, the reason we got married when we did is because uh, we considered a fall date, which was not going to happen. Because the, the way I put it to Catherine was, yeah, it may be like an away game or an off date this year. But what's going to happen when our anniversary is on a home game? And that's where we're spending our anniversary as long as we lived in Hattiesburg. So uh, she I was like, you know, I, I can deal with spring. Uh, there's a lot of baseball games if we happen to miss a baseball game because of the anniversary. Uh, and then this year I got to sit on the beach and watch it on my phone. On, I got to see Jason Baker and the boys uh, broadcast a game through my phone since uh, we uh, joined the ESPN Plus family for baseball, and it, it's been it great. Oh, so much but, better,
2: so much yeah. better.
3: Wait, I know look, we've talked
2: bad about ESPN over the years, but like it really feels good to be back on, even oh, if it's well, on just look, the app. It don't get the same me wrong.
3: Way. Screw ESPN. They're evil. They're the ones that have destroyed college football. I don't like them. I don't watch a single show that they broadcast other than Southern Miss Athletics and, and won't. Sports Center is dead to me. It died years ago. I just don't care. But it is fantastic having access to it. And what's going to be even better next year is it's not going to be like, oh, man, this is the way game. Is it going to be on, uh, you know, Bucky's gas station TV? Uh, no, it's going to be in the Sun Belt. So even the away games and conference will be on ESPN+. Plus. So, yeah, it's been fantastic. Looking forward to Jason Baker and the boys. Um, you know, th- this is probably not going to be a, a popular comment out there in the cult of Juan Cox, but uh, I would much rather sit and listen to Cliff Russum and Jason Baker call a game than uh, Juan Cox be confused about everything for three hours.
0: I like both of them. I really do. I, like like in their own way I like, I like both of them in their own way um it's but yeah but but, but Bake and the boys have, have kind of they've taken into a, a they've taken it to a different level I, I still love listening to Juan. um specifically in best in, in basketball I don't know if there's anybody better
3: um but uh don't get me wrong, as soon as the ESPN Plus broadcast is over, I'm, I'm on the Southern Miss app, and I want to hear John Cox do the post-game show, and I want to hear him interview you know, Scott Berry and whoever the players are for the game, but man, I don't know how much you've listened to Juan Cox this year. He uh, He's getting on up there in years, and uh, he's, he's starting Here's to stumble the, through uh, things.
0: And, and, and I know we're trying to finish out the show, but I have to ask this question, because you guys are way more te- technically advanced than I am. So we'd like to have the game on. In the roost uh, while the game's going it's never been a problem until this year okay and i understand if it's on the app that it's gonna there's gonna be a delay there is a delay on regular radio can anybody explain that to me on the hattiesburg stations that broadcast the game there's a delay I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm talking about like 30 seconds. Like
3: 30 seconds, yeah. It's because, like, like
4: two
0: to three pitches later.
3: Yeah. Because Juan's getting old, and they don't know if he's going to blow something crazy out. they got to give him a buffer to, to cut I mean, that stuff out <laughs> if they need to. They're like, oh, this crazy old coot might say something really it weird. Not,
0: it is not Juan because, uh, I mean, you, you'll see the play happen, right? Uh, and, and that much
4: later. Uh, it, I mean, while we're talking that. about yeah, I mean while we're talking about radio, we gotta get we got a petition to get it back on Rock 104. I mean we're a top 20 program and we're on a small uh, radio station that is in the bottom of a building at Usm or something. I don't know. I mean, I, we,
2: dude, I got 96.5 yesterday when I got back home. I got in my car and I cranked it up. <laughs> And I was like, hey, "Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus," and it was just like the. <laughs> oh gospel. no, I like
4: I like the 977 because it's like the uh the. the <laughs> I got 965, 977.
2: <laughs> when be did they t-shirt.
3: take When did they take them off Rock 104? Is, I don't think
2: baseball has been on there
4: for a long time. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. but I mean, you're gonna carry our basketball team every single game. But we have a top nationally ranked team. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, I mean,
0: it, it, it's not even live. And I was saying at the very beginning of the year, there's a really weird circumstance where there's two identical plays back to back. Well, uh, it's so delayed that we heard the guy, uh, we heard John Cox uh, announce the play that happened the first time directly before the second time it happened. You know, it's like to us. And for a second, you had to sit back and go, wait a minute. Is the radio in front of actual time? Like everybody looked around and went, what? Because it was like one hopper to Lynch throws him out at first. And then it happened. <laughs> Freaked do, us out do, just a little bit. Do, 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 do. Yeah.
3: Um, One other Juan Cox thing, and then I'll, I'll leave poor John Cox alone for tonight. But can somebody please pull him aside and tell him what a basket catch is? Because he doesn't know. He calls uh, things a basket catch about eight times a game, and none of them are basket catches.
2: I think – so I'm, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now. I think we may be coming up on Cox's 45th year calling Southern Miss.
0: We game. are. The only reason I know that is because I'm 45, and we are like – he started when I was born. Wow. So, yeah. That's ridiculously long, right? That's how these guys do it, man. I hope he doesn't do. his eighty, or shit. Is he eighty? He may. He holds his job. No, I, I, I think he. I think he deserves to be in there as long as he wants to. And after he's done, um, I think Baker's, you know, primed and ready if he wants it to go ahead and do it. I know I, I'm, I'm biased, but my man's good.
3: Oh, we love Baker. Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted some
2: clarification there. So the last – so we're coming up on the Middle Ten weekend leading into the conference tournament. How are you guys feeling heading into this final stretch of the season?
3: Middleton's got a couple of good starting pitchers. Um, so, you know, they definitely could give us trouble. Uh, two out of three would be a good weekend on the road. Uh, if we can sweep, then I think that makes it to where we don't necessarily have to win the conference tournament to host. I think if we, we win two out of three, then we, we pretty much have to win the conference tournament. If we sweep, then we can maybe just make it to the championship game and, and host. But, uh, it's going to be tight. There's, there's, uh, you know, five or six teams battling it out for two or three host spots there, uh, in, in the last little chunk. So. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but if we can keep the momentum that they got going Saturday and Sunday, I mean, especially Sunday launching six balls out of the park, you could tell they were just feeling it. It was good to have Ewing back in there and, and really doing work. Um, we, we, we've got a good baseball team. We got a, a really good baseball team. Uh, you're going to lose some games in baseball. There's going to be a rough stretch. I'm I'm glad it happened over the course of the last two and a half weeks or so, and not over the course mm-hmm. of the next week and a half. So as long as we can get back on track, uh, you know, uh, destiny is still controlled by us. Yeah, everything's like in our, front of us. Yeah. Oh,
4: sorry, Peter. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I, I like our chances on the road. I mean, uh, you know, outside of UAB and outside of Dallas Baptist we played really well on the road and uh, I don't really know why that is but uh, I'm feeling good like Shane said I think we can we continue that momentum Uh, the bats come alive Ewing is uh, keeping us rolling either getting a hit or getting on base walking Uh, hopefully no more hit by pitches but uh, you know just he just kind of gives us the juice Uh, And gets us going. Jesus juice. There we go. I was waiting for it. And uh, you know, I think Tanner Hall's gonna get back right. And uh, you know, hopefully, we have an outstanding weekend. Sure. And it's nice to see the bats come alive at this point. And we haven't
0: won a Friday game in three straight Fridays, which I don't think anybody here thought that was even a possibility. So, um, you know, it all. I tell you what. Tanner Hall's never pitched on a Thursday, so so we got that going for us, right? Now I look for I look for Tanner to shove it on Thursday, man. And and the the, the skid that we had, it kind of gave everybody a chance for a little while. But no, I, I feel great about this weekend. Um, I feel good about the bats, feel good about the arms, and I, and I feel good about where we are um, with Ewing back in that lineup. So. I, I think I think
4: two out of three are worse, but I uh, not a sweep. Do we know what kind of uh, ring doorbell security camera situation Middle Tennessee has, or <laughs> or
3: is it going to be a Western Kentucky feed? Oh, man, is- I didn't even think about that. Do they even have Wi-Fi in Murfreesboro?
4: I think I saw something on Twitter earlier today that said they have a camera that's similar, that's uh, high up. Uh, well,
0: I'm glad we're finally playing a team that actually had a midweek game, too. I mean, how many times did that bite us in the ass, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Where, uh, where somebody got an – like UTSA was one of them. Didn't have a game for the entire week coming off a home series. So at least these guys actually played a game in the middle of the week.
3: And, um, you know, so anyway. I'll just be glad not to be associated with middle Tennessee state and their four (laughs) fans, uh, you know, after a little while. It's, they're just a joke of a program. Nobody cares about them. They should just fold it. I mean, I guess somebody's making money off of it because they still exist, but I mean, what a sad, sad place. I'll, I mean, it will always. make an impression on me that their one diehard fan on Twitter just gave up on them. And he was like, I'm done. I'm done. No more. I can't do this anymore. Uh, that was a hilarious day. Yeah.
2: Well, you got, if you're going up to the game, swing back by Arrington Vineyards on the way back. Kicks Brooks owns the place. It's not my family. And uh, get you a bottle.
3: Kicks Brooks from Brooks and Dodd?
2: Kicks Brooks from Brooks. and Dude, I've got a, I've got a Kicks Brooks, autographed Arrington Vineyards print in my
3: house. That's amazing. I'm, I'm a huge Brooks and Dunn fan. I mean, the, on there brand. there are not a whole lot of albums that I have on my phone that like I've actually paid for, but Brooks and Dunn's Greatest Hits I have purchased, and uh, I fire it up. It's great road trip music. And is it, it Brooks and Dunn's and, and U2? U2, is that
2: the other album that you have on there? <laughs> no, I deleted that U2 album, actually. <laughs>
0: I don't know. So, so so, so, so,
4: the free YouTube so, album. So
0: I I've got to know. Well, first of all, how do you delete that from your phone? Because I need to do that and I can't do it. But well, second of all, favorite Brooks and Dunn song?
3: Oh man. Uh maybe my Maria uh Neon Moon is a really good one. Mm. Um, you know, uh just because it's kind of funny, Hillbilly Deluxe is a great song. Um, they've got a lot of good songs. Um Goodbye says it all. No, that's not Brooks and Dunn. Goodbye says it all. It's not Brooks and Dunn.
0: A boot scooting boogie, probably. boot
3: scooting boogie's a great one. Uh, uh, Apple knew I was talking about him because I pulled up the music on my phone and they're like the first album. Brand new man. Ain't nothing about you. That's a great song, man. Um, How long gone. She's not the cheating kind. Uh, Rock my world. Little country girl. Uh, the long goodbye. That ain't no way to go. My next broken heart, lost and found. Holy crap! We'll burn that bridge. I mean, what? just one after another. Brooks. I
0: didn't. Brooks and I, I, didn't I, I didn't realize it was like an open-ended question.
3: Brooks and Dunn <laughs> is amazing. Don't get me fired up about stuff I'm passionate about after whiskey. <laughs> uh, we'll talk for hours. Can, can, like you, can, can, you, can you can oh, you close
0: God. out the show with a little karaoke? Mic?
3: Nobody no. wants to hear me sing. No, you cannot.
4: Just a little bit. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> what do you say, Pilo?
4: I said, I feel like I'm letting my Hurley roots down. I couldn't name a single one of those songs or know
3: any of those songs. So, I thought, uh, what kind of music do people on Crystal Meth listen to? <laughs> I don't think it's Brooks <laughs> and Dodd.
4: Uh, it's probably either Creed or uh, uh, what? Well, Three Doors Down.
3: Three maybe. Doors Down, yeah. yeah. Or like trap music or some kind of EDM or something.
2: Well, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, so the Mr. to the top.
1: I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattie adventure, far away, when it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay, I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. you play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. Football season is over and done. The fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done. I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, or Tennessee, but I chose Southern Mississippi. And right here at home is where I'll always be. I could play.